Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely. Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are discussing the bold claims by Jesus. Now the Bible can be proven in so many ways, such as historical discoveries or archaeological findings and scriptures that confirm scientific discoveries long before they occurred. In addition, many Christian and secular historians verify Christ lived, was crucified, died, and that it was known that he rose from the dead. Now, there are also some verses in the Bible that are overlooked, which prove Jesus was who he said he was, the Son of God. You know, Bill, Jesus made some bold claims, and if he were not the Son of God, these next verses would not have come to pass. If he were just another religious teacher, these statements would show arrogance and foolishness, and we would know today that his statements were not true. That's right. So we just want to look at, at a few of these claims. Um, the first one is Matthew twenty four thirty five. Jesus said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And again, in a different way, he said in Matthew five eighteen, For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one yacht or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Well, to say his words will never pass away, he would have to be God for that to be a fact today. You know, Josh McDowell in his book, Evidence Demands a Verdict, page 20 and 21 states, quote, in AD 303, Diocletian issued an edict to stop Christians from worshiping and to destroy their scriptures. An empirical, an imperial letter was everywhere promulgated ordering the raising of the churches to the ground and the destruction by fire of the scriptures. So from that time to modern communism, many have tried to outlaw, burn, and destroy the Bible, yet it still remains. What other book has gone through such a vehement hatred and a continual effort to destroy it? Yet it remains the most published and best-selling book in all of history with uh, multi-billions of copies sold. Isn't that so true, Bill? I mean, here it is, leaders, um, emperors, rulers, people all throughout history have tried to destroy this book. Right. So Jesus's words were true. Exactly. You know, another um, H.L. Hastings said in Evidence That Demands a Verdict, also page 21, quote, infidels for 1,800 years have been refuting and overthrowing this book and yet it stands today as solid as a rock, quote. And then also Bernard Ram in the book, again, Evidence Demands a Verdict, said, quote, No other book has been so chopped, knived, sifted, scrutinized, and vilified. What book on philosophy or religion or psychology has been subject to such a mass attack as the Bible? With such venom and skepticism, with such thoroughness and erudition upon every chapter, line, and tenet. The Bible is still loved by millions, read by millions, and studied by millions, quote. So true. And then another writer said, if this book had not been the book of God, men would have destroyed it long ago. 
emperors and popes, kings and priests, princes and rulers have all tried their hand at it. They die, and the book still lives. So the words of Jesus have come to pass as he said. I love that quote. That's right. great. Now, another verse, John eight twelve, 12, uh, says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now, again, very bold to say he was the light of the world when he was known only around Galilee. Good point. You know, Bill, in his book, Defending the Faith, page 57, Henry, Dr. Henry Morris said, quote, how could an uncultured carpenter from a despised village in a small province ever assume to assert that he was the very light that would enlighten the entire world? Absurd. Yet there have been millions down through the centuries who have testified that he was indeed the light of their world, quote. That's a good quote. You know, these followers of Jesus have impacted the world in an extraordinary way. Only God working through Christians have delivered people from all sorts of bondages, cast out devils, and healed many diseases uh, through the power of his name. Christian organizations have fed and helped the poor worldwide. Jesus is, in fact, the only light in a dark world. You know, 1 John 1, 5 says, God is the light, and in him is no darkness at all. Now, for Jesus to say he is the light of the world is saying he is God. And uh, in John ten thirty six, Jesus said, I am the Son of God. And in verse 30, he said, I and my Father are one. Then in Mark 14, 61 and 62, the high priest asked Jesus, Art thou the Christ, the Son of God? And Jesus said, I am. Mm, that's a good point. I never thought about that, Bill, about 1 John 1, 5, God is light, and then equating it to Jesus saying, I'm the light of the world, like that's another a proof of his deity. Right. He's saying he's God. Okay. Well, number three, Matthew 16, 18 says, and I also, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So Satan and much of the world have tried to stop the Christian church over the centuries. There are nations, as we know, that have had many Christians killed. Yet the devil has not been able to accomplish his goal. Churches exist everywhere, even if underground in some countries. The gates of hell have not prevailed against the church. And that was said and spoken of by Jesus. Right. So his words again have come to pass. John twelve thirty two, he said, and if I, uh, and if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all peoples to myself. How could one man's death draw all men who have ever lived unto himself? Now, people from all around the world over the centuries have given their heart to Jesus, and many killed for that commitment. Only if he were God could that statement have come to pass. Good point. And then number five, Matthew 24, 14 says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Now, the gospel was only preached in a very small area around Galilee. Now it has been shared around the world through churches, TV, the Internet, missionaries, Bibles, radio, and individual believers. God has also given many people who didn't know him dreams about Jesus being the Savior of the world. 
and that if a person repents and acknowledges he is the Son of God, they could be saved from hell. And that's in Job 33, 15, and so forth. So the gospel has been preached all around the world, you know. When, exactly. When, and when he had said it, it had only been around Galilee. So his uh, saying again came to pass. Absolutely. Okay. And our last one we're going to share today is in John uh, John five thirty nine. Jesus said, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. Yes. Now, if someone searches the scriptures in the Old Testament, they will learn that the coming Savior is prophesied throughout its pages with over 300 predictions of his life. Jesus fulfilled all those prophecies. And Jesus said in John 5, 46, that Moses wrote of him and along with many other of the writers of the Old Testament wrote about Jesus. Now, if Jesus hadn't uh, been the fulfillment of those prophecies, then his statement would have been untrue. Exactly. You know, Bill, and Jesus proved he loved us by dying on a cruel cross for our sins. Then he rose from the dead and was seen by over 500 witnesses and then seen ascending into heaven. You know, in the book, um, The Case for Christianity by Lee Strobel, he cites the book, uh, The Historical Jesus by Dr. Gary Habermas. Habermas, thank you, which details 39 ancient sources documenting the life of Jesus. Right, and they were secular. Many of them were secular uh, historians and so forth. So it's not just the Bible that have uh, verified verified that it's true. You know, no other person or religious leader can be compared to the risen Savior. He created all things, left his place in heaven to come to the earth, was born of a virgin, lived a sinless, uh, as a sinless man, suffered and died for our sins, then rose from the dead, conquering death, hell, and the grave. He is infinitely powerful, holy, just, merciful, and loving, ready to forgive and receive all who will come to him. He is the almighty, eternal God. This is why we are privileged and honored to serve him. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org.